0: The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on Newstalk. All right, we're not in it, but it's still happening. The Rugby World Cup final this evening, uh, South Africa versus New Zealand in Paris. Alan Quinlan is with us from Paris and Frankie Sheehan is with us here in studio, both former Munster and Ireland players, both former Munster legends. I should give full titles and all the rest of it. Uh, Frankie, as we look ahead, obviously at the start of the tournament, we would have said uh, South Africa on the form that everybody is having is likely to hose this. It's a very different
1: prospect now. It is and unfortunately the referees seem to have had a huge impact in the results of these matches. Uh, Wayne Barnes is on again today. I think the Irish people remember him from the, the game uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, his reffing of the scrum, I think he got it all wrong against Ireland and I think that will be a huge feature today, especially given it looks like it's going to be on raining over On what basis
0: there. did you see him getting it wrong?
1: Well, I've, I've been in the scrum for quite a long time. Uh, 99% of the time, the team going forward isn't going to give away the penalty. Uh, and I mean, when you have a TMO on duty like that, I mean, why not use a TMO for the scrum? The most technical part of the whole area. Very so, difficult for a referee to call at any stage, isn't it? Uh, but it's okay to say, you know what, let's re-scrum. Let's not call it one way or the other. If you're not 100% definite, uh, and I'd welcome the TMO to get involved in it.
0: So as we look ahead then on the form of the recent games, the the thing that is getting discussed is on the one hand, you have a a team coming into this who has been severely tested and had uh, some real challenge. But at the same time, they may be uh, uh, slightly flayed. On the other hand, you have a team that has had a nice, easy run and is well rested. Does
1: that make a difference? Well, if you look back to Munster in the URC last year, everybody was saying, oh, they're going to be tired. There's a lot of big physical games. They've been travelling a lot. But actually, the opposite actually happened. They became very battle hardened, and the more they went on, the, the better they got. Um, Razzie Erasmus is is one serious coach, one serious operator, and uh, yes, they were kind of a bit uh, a bit tiresome a bit last week against England. But I can't see him make the same mistake again. This is the final. I do feel as well they have that psychological edge over New Zealand. I just feel in the match that happened before the World Cup, thirty-five-seven that they're just, they have that on and they have this oxy-niche guy on the bench. I mean, this guy, I know he only played a half an hour against England, but I would have given him man of the match. He was that good, you know, even for a half an hour. I mean, he he won the game for them.
0: And on the topic of, of Razzie, Alan Quinlan, he's doing the bomb squad crack again where he has seven forwards and one back on the subs bench. How significant has that been, do you think, in their performances so far?
2: Well, it wasn't very significant, Anton, against, uh, against Ireland. Uh, we were able to cope. Uh, that pool game where, he went with seven forwards on the bench against against Ireland. But uh, obviously if you go back to the, the game at, a, at the end of August where, where South Africa played New Zealand in Twickenham, um, I think they had a fair impact where the seven forwards kind of came on at one goal and they got a scrum penalty pretty much straight away. And um, as Frankie said, I think psychologically it's, it's, um, it's to try and put fear in the opposition. But look, New Zealand, have, you said it yourself, they're pretty fresh coming into this game. They're full of confidence. Um, they're a very dangerous side. And if South Africa allow New Zealand to do what they did to Ireland, particularly to start of the game, get pace and tempo into their game, they can be very, very dangerous and they can score lots of tries. So that's the intriguing part. Um, will South Africa be able to stop them and impose themselves, particularly early on? And the whole plan is to try and bring on these seven forwards early in the second half and uh, hope that they can give them the edge and uh, they're certainly laying their stall out. They're going to take New Zealand on up front and and, um, it'll be interesting to see if New Zealand can cope with that.
0: And we've had, of course, such a spectrum of games over the past while. I mean, you've, you've games like Ireland New Zealand, which was about a, as tightly fought a game of rugby as, as you could imagine. And then you've the pasting of Argentina, on the other hand. I assume whoever wins were much more likely to be, Alan, on the, at the, the former end of that spectrum. We're looking ahead to a good
2: game. Yeah, it should be a good, really good game. I think the semifinals were, were disappointing, I think. Um, or Rugby probably would have preferred if um, the two quarter-finals were the two semi-finals, if you like. Um, but it wasn't to be. It was the, the draw was made a couple of years ago, and uh, that was wrong. Um, the top five teams in the world on one side of the draw, and it was much easier on the other side. Um, so, yeah, it should be a really good game. They've played against each other so many times. I think New Zealand will look back to the first uh, Rugby Championship game in, over the, in the summer to start in July, where they were brilliant for 25 minutes against against South Africa in Auckland. It was unbelievable rugby they played um, and they'll try and replicate that and keep pace and tempo in the game and hope that there is a bit of fatigue there in the South Africans, but it should be a cracker of a game. I don't think I've ever seen a bad South Africa-New Zealand game, so let's hope it's a brilliant final and uh, from an Irish point of view, we can only think about what could have been, but unfortunately we're oh, not don't. there. And uh, don't. It's... Uh, it's uh it's it should be a great game.
0: Alan, thank you very much for coming on and break a leg this evening in the commentary box. Before I let Frankie go though, there is one bit of good news that we have to talk about. I mentioned about your previous career back when you were playing. Your career since then has been 10 years of putting on what is effectively Ireland's biggest sort of business conference. You run the Pendulum Summit. A previous guest of yours was uh, a topic of conversation earlier on. Boris Johnson now getting his GB <laughs> News gig. You have the Iceman, Vim Hof and a number of others at this.
1: Uh, we do indeed. Yeah, We're celebrating 10 years in January 10 and 11 so it's huge. Exciting. We bring, I suppose, some of the best speakers in the world to talk about high performance, leadership, well being. And it's, you know, it's an area I'm hugely passionate about myself. We also have um, uh, Red Bull team principal Christian Horner coming over. Uh, who is an absolutely huge name. We have another one actually um, um, Dr John Gray from uh, Men Are From Mars Women Are From Venus right so he's going to unlock all those little uh, secrets there and we have Dr Zoe Wimhurst and a whole host more but uh, yeah celebrating hugely exciting it has been for us and um, so everybody welcome. And and no sign of you taking it to Lisbon it's still in Dublin. (laughs) I'm not going there, <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. Best of luck with the of summit. And thanks so much for coming on, thanks Likewise, so Thank you to Alan cheers.
0: Quinlan, who of course is going to be commentating on uh, New Zealand versus South Africa later on. The Anton Savage Show Saturday with
2: Nifty Business Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.